The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Discretion is advised. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate podcast. And this is, wow, we're, uh, what, the middle part of January? Uh, that means that most of our listeners have already blown their New Year's resolution. So I didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, what was your New Year's resolution? That the only one I'd make is that this is the only one I'd make. Ah, you crafty devil. Exactly. <laughs> this has been my resolution for the last several years, and I keep it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I think I made sort of a semi, you know, hey, I'm just not going to deal with, I'm going to try, you can't see my scare quotes, try to not deal with trolls on social media because well, this it's will last just, like three minutes. Yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a waste of time and energy and attention and uh, it changes nothing. I, 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 there are times whenever I really enjoy it. Uh, Yes, it's, you know, especially whenever someone tells me, you know, gives me a definition for sex. You know, I love tearing that apart. So, um, but, but, but I have better things to do with my time we, we we did have somebody on facebook on one of our groups i don't know which one we've got so many of them um that before they took offense decided they would ask for a definition of what cis meant because they thought they were being insulted but they weren't sure i, I give them credit they at least asked i don't think they were insulted after they understood what yeah, it meant I, yeah it was just like okay well here's the oed uh definition here you go yeah and and it's it, not a negative it's just a classification yeah, exactly Essentially, if you aren't trans, you're probably cis. Right. Uh, and so where that came from is we recently had a, a, an article on the Trans Advocate about two cisgender women who sexually assaulted a transgender woman in the public bathroom. What's wait, wait, new? wait the people doing the assaulting weren't trans? No, oh, they imagine were that. two cisgender women yep. sexually assaulting a transgender woman in a public bathroom in North Carolina, that is HB what is it, HB2 um, land over there, the uh, yeah, is it, so-called bathroom bill that started... Is, is it North Carolina or South Carolina that has one of their people that not, hasn't been seated for the House of Representatives yet? I can't remember. It's one of the two. Well, the reason why this is different is usually it is a cisgender woman being assaulted uh, well, by other cisgender people, not trans people, but generally, uh, some cis woman comes into the bathroom, and for whatever reason, the person either standing outside the bathroom or the person inside the bathroom decides that their brand of cisness doesn't measure up, and therefore, you know, they they deserve to be beaten. Or sec- there was a news report where this woman uh, was at a bar and was forced to, in public, show her vagina. Uh, or else face being beaten. Uh, And that was by other cis people. New at six, a local woman ordered to expose her gender in the most graphic way possible, threatened too, after refusing such a vile request. The suspect shattered her windshield before they got away. This time around, uh, the person being sexually assaulted was a trans person. So, I mean... You know, and, and, and I guess from my mind... None of the who is assaulting or being assaulted mm-hmm. matters. The fact is you shouldn't assault people. Of course. Exactly. And, and you know, th- this gets into the, it was a person being assaulted, period. Yes, exactly. And it was interesting. So um, what happened was this trans person was in the restroom. These women come up and forcefully touch their genitals, their buttocks, their breasts, they're so, exposing so, themselves. So we're into sexual assault. Yeah, pushing her up against the wall. They won't stop when she says stop. Uh, she even tries to walk away, and the bartender is watching this happen. Even the bartender gets involved and tells the women to stop. They won't stop. Um, and therefore, the trans person did the rational thing. This happened at night. This person went home. They were suffering a PTSD episode because. A year ago, she was raped, and this set off a PTSD episode when she felt, you know, stable enough, she called the police. So, uh, you know, the, the, the trans woman did everything 
Right. You know, everything she, you know, she took care of herself and she reported it. Importantly, she reported it. And uh, so these two individuals were arrested for uh, sexual assault and kidnapping because they refused to let her leave the restroom or get away from them. Um, Interestingly, you know, over in the turf universe, I saw people were sending me screenshots of various horrible things that turfs were saying about this, which was basically, you know, well, how do we know she's telling the truth? You know, trans people are like this. You can't trust a trans person to tell you the truth about something like this. And that, where have wait, I wait. heard that rhetoric before? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's exactly it, it it's one of those things where i mean it's sort of like this person that sits in the white house i them assuming everybody else in the world lies is probably just based on their own personal experience of yeah, themselves i i've i've come to expect that you know trump uh trump turfs hate groups in general they're just projection machines you know if they're saying oh poor liberal you're being offended aren't you well what they're saying is I'm offended by your existence. Yeah. You know, there's, as you know, sometimes thinking about stuff that goes on, my mind goes the opposite direction from <laughs> from the, the norm. And, and I was thinking about something. You know, we have all these requests, and, and fortunately in Texas, there's not a lot of them showing up, but across the country there are, for the... Uh, Religious quote freedoms, religious rights laws, etc. Yes, we have uh, Clinton to thank for that. Yeah, whatever. Know, remember, <laughs> folks. You know, Clinton. Uh, he's the one that signed in RIFA, RIFRA, RIFRA, freedom but, but, of religion. But, but, but yeah, but if you think about it, they're they're one sided mm-hmm. because I mean I actually do not think that someone should be attacked because of their religion. Of course not, no. and they shouldn't be attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, verbally, physically, anything I else. I agree. Now, part two, they shouldn't be allowed to attack other people because of their religious beliefs. No, 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 beliefs. no, no. That, that's not how that works. And, and you know, it's like if, if I believe that everybody with uh, pink hair, you know, is horrible, and that's my religion, mm-hmm. I should be allowed to have that religion. Sure. But if I go attack someone with pink hair based right. on my religion, that's not or okay. Or harass them, or try to make it so now, that people with pink hair can't function in society. That, that's attacks. Those are all uh-huh. attacks, etc. So, you know, it, it, it's two sides, and that is that... We should not attack you because of what you believe, even if I think it's totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the religions, and you know, I do think are totally ridiculous, but it, right. it's what they believe. Now, on the other hand, because you believe that, you shouldn't use that as a justification for attacking me. Well, that's but see that that you just said is an attack on religion. And religious well, faith. Well, it actually isn't. It is actually no, a religious no, uh, freedom. Now, interestingly enough, most of these laws, I could actually read to say the second thing I said as well as the first. It's just that courts haven't done that. So this is where we have to work on the judges. For instance, here's a for instance. Uh, this was a trans advocate story just out. Um, you've heard of the Liberty Council. Unfortunately. Yes. Matt Staver, <laughs> he's uh, the president of the Liberty Council. It's a multi-million dollar hate group. Um, well, he he's on a tear right now because he says that pe- trans people shouldn't enjoy the, quote, special right not to be lynched under the Senate bill that makes lynching people a federal crime. Um, so he's up in arms that uh, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender, those kinds of things are covered in the Senate bill. Um, and, you know, for, for him, you know, that, you know, that, that we would specifically be covered, um, you know, is, is a bad thing. Uh, he claims that um, if, if, we are, if we are covered here, then that's just you know, like one step. We're closer. doing the slippery slope routine. Yes, one one step closer to uh, the, you know to Enda is yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, but but you know, we've had a lot of people killed in war because of this whole slippery slope idea, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. it, it's like a lot of other things. It, it's always led to bad stuff, and and you know, my view is that if we aren't going to be covered, then nobody should be because we's part of 
us in the whole thing. I mean, uh, back to my favorite sweatshirt that we the people means everybody. Uh-huh. That's right. That's and, right. And, you know, it, that's the thing I think people miss. You know, like like housing. I mean, mm-hmm. you should be able to rent an apartment or buy a house, period. Sure. You know, the fact that you are and fill in the blank other than, you know, having credit problems or something. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, your religion, your national heritage or uh, the way you look. I mean, none, none of that should go into it, including right. your gender, gender expression, et cetera. Almost everyone actually agrees to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a few people who don't agree to anything if it includes trans people. But the idea that I've seen being put forth now is instead of try to throw in, you know, 40,000 things you're protecting people, you know, for, pick housing. Mm-hmm. And say, let's protect everybody related to housing. And then, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we pick employment. I mean, almost everyone agrees that if you've got a job and you're doing a good job, you shouldn't be fired just because you are something different than the other people around you. Right, right. And I think that such laws need to be sure to phrase something like, without exception, you know, uh, yeah, the, the so, language I've seen people working on is how do you include everybody, and then you list some specific ones, but you make sure that it's like these are included, mm-hmm. as opposed to saying this is everything, because there will be another category come up next week. I right. don't know what it is, but you know it'll be like, well, you know, if you own a dog instead of a cat. Of course, course, in my opinion, you know, cat owners should have special places. But anyway, well, I mean, it seems like. I don't know about you, but after the election and after the 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 new year, it feels just if even with the the shutdown on, uh, it feels like we've somehow turned a corner, you know. So, uh, it, you know, it, I mean, it, it does, and it's funny because at the time it didn't feel like a win, right? And right. I I think it's one of these things that. It's just so many worse things have happened yes. that 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 it's like okay, people are no longer doing absurd things. Well, now, I now mean, speaking of the shutdown, mm. um, you know, I don't know exactly when this is going to be up there, but hopefully the shutdown will be done by the time it is. But I don't think it will. Right. And and you know, one of the things that we've been talking about is you know we have this fund called TDRfund.us. Right. Yes. And that's Trans Disaster Relief Fund.us, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. includes all gender variant anybody else, and we're pretty liberal on who we include. Well, that's that's, that's the thing. We're we're pretty liberal about uh, what the transgender fund. Uh, you know, what is a disaster? What constitutes a disaster? And you know who it is that we cover. And, and, like if you're from the KKK. And say, hey, I need some money to buy hoods. We're going to say, no, go fuck yourself. But or or, or we may supply them <laughs> special hoods. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> these you totally know, don't have you, bubonic you know, plague on them. I swear. How, just how can put, I put it, it this way. Kuma, Kuma and I could probably work something out. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we we we've been discussing this a little bit with the TDR fund and. Our general feeling is that most things like the Trump shutdown are pretty mm-hmm. much a disaster. So um, I, I believe that uh, if people are having problems because of that and they're in our community, they can go over to tdrfund.us and give us a try. And if you want to help and donate, mm-hmm. we would love to do that. Same place, tdrfund.us, because, you know, it, it is a disaster for a lot of the people. Mm-hmm. Like here in Houston, but we have a lot of NASA people that aren't going to be getting paychecks. That, that's true. And... The reality is that, uh, you know, trans people, intersex people, you know, the queer community in general, um, a lot of times uh, live closer to the bone than if you are, uh, you know, the uh, part of the patriarchy. And and, and Uh, how how can I put this? Electrolysis is expensive. (laughs) Yes. Hormones, not totally expensive, but not cheap. And and then, then if you're... Sort of like me and gender fluid, you know, clothing can get, it's like, what kind of budget do you have? <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, for federal workers who aren't administrators, who are just, you know, day-to-day workers for, um, hell, part of our national defense, the Coast Guard, they're not getting paid. No kidding. Um, you know. And, and they even had to basically come in from drug interdiction to get cash that they could give to their family so they'd have money for groceries yeah. this is this is embarrassing yeah, i can't it put it any other way and um, and by the way you know if 
I just like, okay, you guys are in shutdown, so I don't think I want to pay my taxes. This doesn't work. <laughs> right, exactly. Going, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like, wait a minute. You guys aren't paying it out, so why should I have to pay it in? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no, that, that, that's not going to work out. So, yeah, I, I, you know, so we, if you are uh, uh, trans, intersex, genderqueer, blah, 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 uh, an ally, someone who is affected by this disaster, you know, um, you can go to the Trans Disaster Relief Fund and apply for uh, assistance. And, um, you know, we'll be over the next few days, I'm sure, getting the word out. I will say that I agree with some of the pundits that I heard today that they say that, you know, all of this is just, you know, Trump being Trump, and he has no intention of opening up the government. What he wants to do is be able to say, well, I met with Congress. Well, I did go down to the border. And, uh, you know, now I declared a national emergency, which will go directly into the courts. But I've done everything I can do for... You all, well, my but, Trump base. You know, the, the cool part is he's lied so much that there's a few people that believe him, but everybody else doesn't really care what he says. I, I mean, there's no world leader that cares what he says. There's virtually no one in this country that doesn't know that he lies. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure he knows the difference between truth and well, lies. Well, I think that he's it, going it, to claim one yeah, sec. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he, this is the hint. Mm. After his speech on all networks mm. <laughs> fox news ripped him apart well fox news ripped him apart and then i saw shep had ripped him apart and i saw some other guy on fox news ripping him apart and then i found out that the you know like morbid pelosi and schumer show got higher <laughs> ratings than trump yeah but i think that might have been just because <laughs> It was pretty interesting. Quotes. <laughs> I'm doing the scare quotes now. I mean, this is like American Gothic. They just needed a pitchfork. <laughs> no smile, no facial expression. Now, at the same time, um, starting about the time they were doing there, there was this other interesting thing that was happening on Facebook, and that is oh, Beto Beto <laughs> went out with some friends and you know was doing the border thing and saying it's all fine from here. Here's a picture you want to see, and and it was about as laid back a presentation as I've ever seen. Oh, so this was during the day with armed guards surrounding him, right? Uh, no, it's him know. and two guys walking the streets of. Uh, El Paso. Well, no, no, no. This had to have had like <laughs> army helicopters hovering aboard, no. people running around him shouting, hut, 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 hut. No, 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 no. 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 no that no. was Trump you were thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, they're out there at night, they're looking at the lights in Juarez, and except for the fact that one of the three people had a medical procedure the next day, it was speculated heavily that it was a colonoscopy giving the prep. <laughs> they would have been over in Juarez at a club over there. <laughs> but then they decided that since he couldn't drink or do anything, they'd just stay on the, you know, U.S. side. But you know, it it it's it's sort of the type thing where we need to start dealing with reality. And reality oh, is reality and yes. Trump. No, that's mutually right, exclusive. Right now, the border towns are safer than the average in the U.S. <laughs> and and so you know, it, it, it's sort of like that's interesting. The other thing I keep wondering about is. Uh, you know, since there have been a total of six people on a terrorist list found on the southern border, mm. 41 on the northern border, right. why are we not building the wall across there? The other thing is, you know, I seem to remember over lots of years things like drugs floating into the coast of Florida. Oh, yeah, but we're not going to pay our Coast Guard. Well, forget the pay Coast Guard. I want to put the wall up at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Just a wall around I mean, Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> well, that's okay, but I mean, that, that coast, why not completely destroy that coast with a wall? <laughs> you know, because you have to move it back because of high tides and all like that, so it'd probably take half of Mar-a-Lago. Oh, and, and I'm God. good with that going, you know, I mean, that, that, that'd be okay with me. But, but you know, I, I really think that uh, the shutdown, it is a disaster. It's a man-made disaster, but... We've had several of those since Trump's been in the White House. So, yeah, so from so, our end, you know, I'm I'm certainly, uh, I I'm glad we're going to accept, you know, request. So you know, uh, uh, Steve King, who is definitely part of Trump's, uh, you know, the Trump Show. Uh, Steve King is a sitting congressman, and uh, in a New York Times interview, he just asked the question, you know, just you know. 
you know, he was talking about how all the libtards out there are just all, you know, they're whiny, you know, we're overly sensitive. And he just asked the question, when did white nationalist, white supremacist, or Western civilization become offensive? When did that become offensive? It's always been offensive when you put the white nationalist part in. He just didn't notice. <laughs> well, you know, so, you know, Steve King, I mean, but Steve King... No, 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 wait, no I need to say something because of the mm-hmm. comment I made. I mean, I don't like anything that has supremacist or nationalist mm-hmm. associated with it. I don't care whether it's white, pink, yellow, orange, black. Sure. You know, and, you know, Muslim extremists. I mean, anyone that is like something nationalist, I start to get scared. Oh, <laughs> hey, we can be transnationalists. See, that scares me, too. <laughs> like, yeah, never mind. Trans-supremist. We run around town with well, our right. own SRS kits, not going door to door. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> you, you, you realize there are certain people who will think that's oh, real. Oh, yeah. They'll probably clip that. See? Um, see? And, and you there, will, and they're you will be quoted. Me, they're coming door to door for yeah. your children. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I'm hoping that's edited out, but it won't be. <laughs> it's too good a line. Um so, so you know, I mean, that that's my whole thing, and and it it's sort of like you know with the in voter stuff that we're talking about mm. doing, which is more of the uh, political arm. I mean, the the first thing we came up with is that we aren't really going to recommend any candidate that wants to inter or kill anyone else just because of what they are. <laughs> I mean, it it's like this sounds strange. But that eliminates a really big chunk of the people. So, you know, I, hey, can we go into that since you brought up uh, InVoter? Uh, you know, folks, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that uh, the Trans Advocate is about advocacy, outreach, and education. That's what we do. We, you know, look at news. We report news. We, uh, you know, do mass education events. Those kinds of things we, we do. Uh, however... We are a 501c3, and that means that we've been very limited in the direct political stuff that we've been able to do. But can you talk about InVoter? Yeah, and, and a couple of things, too. And actually, there's a bill in the Senate that passed actually before the end of the year but didn't pass the House, or it may have been vice versa, that would eliminate the restrictions on 501c3s right, from doing political. Right, right, um, but, but at any rate, so to, to do some stuff and, and try to— provide some more education and and make sure candidates understood our community and make sure that we had more of an independent look. Uh, we started right before the last election, by, right before the 6th, uh, InVoter.us. Uh, That's right. And um, it is .us, right? Yes, it is. Okay. And, and the idea was to look at qualified candidates. And mm-hmm. yes, they probably have to be progressive because we are. Mm-hmm. And... But it doesn't mean we don't recommend Republicans because some of the Republicans, Republicans are really independents, good. Greens, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and 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 you know, yes, we look at whether they have a chance to win and those sorts of things. But we need to get away from this bit of you know, one party is always good, the other party is always bad. Because mm-hmm. I will guarantee you that in Texas there are some Democrats that aren't the best candidates, and there are some Republicans mm-hmm. that aren't the worst. Right. Uh, so if you want a, for instance. A few years ago, the Trans Advocate did this kind of undercover thing. Uh, There's a Democrat group. Now, this was people who identify as Democrat. They, you know, use the Democrat symbols and everything. But they were, in fact, a hate group. And specifically, they were anti-trans hate group. And I called them up, acting, pretending to be this, you know, southern Texas woman that's very concerned about those trans people things in my school and you know he went off I'm on hoping a tear she did, i'm hoping she didn't use that voice but she probably oh, oh, did yeah yeah i totally did and, and he bought it he totally bought it and i wanted to know how can we here in houston organize like he has done in florida the trans advocates they are in the business of pushing a lot of this stuff they intimidate uh, legislators into going along with uh, their lunacy, their craziness, mm. because this is no, this is nothing but you know. If, if you stop to think, just a few years ago, the only place where these issues would have ever been thought up to dis- to be discussed would have been in insane asylum. Just because he's a Democrat 
doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for someone like that. Fuck that. Yeah, and I think that that's the whole thing. And, and what we saw that sort of spurred this on is that an awful lot of the traditional progressive groups became one-party groups. Mm-hmm. And it made no difference whether the candidate was qualified or not. And then some of the candidates who were that one party, they didn't list because, well, they didn't quite fit their view of the world. Yeah. And they and played games. So we're like, no, this isn't okay. And yeah. Here in Houston, we had, there was a, a county judge that was, um, you know, quite, you know, very, you know, whenever it came to the rubber meeting the road, he was there for the trans community in a big way during Harvey and ensured that we had shelter. He ensured that we have medication, medical treatment. There was absolutely no um, no discrimination. And he came to the Trans Unity Banquet and he talked about his experience with the trans community, completely, totally supportive. You know, what am I supposed to tell? Am I supposed to like turn my back on him because... Well, the, the, other, the other thing that he did that even a little bit more than that was that when we called and said there's this problem with discrimination in mm. the county, it mm. was fixed. That's right. And there's several instances of that. And and so, the, the, you know, the person running against him was, in my opinion, lesser qualified. Uh, she did win. Mm. And what I can say is that even though I was not a supporter, I absolutely hope she does well. And so far... This is like mm-hmm. a week into it. She's doing fine. And in fact, has done two or three things that I think will be really good. Now, we have a long time before it's all proven. Right. But so far, so good. Right, right. So uh, so the I, I like the idea of independent voter. That is that, you know, the people who are listening to this podcast, the people who are politically active, you know, I, I hope that you are not tied to any one particular party, any one that you think for yourself, that you investigate for yourself. Well, um, and we're putting together uh, evaluation boards and those sorts of things as we speak. Uh, and, and that will be somewhat of a separate function. Uh, we had discussions recently about whether it should stay attached to TFA, and the decision was that, yeah, it should stay attached uh, and, and that. So, so you know, it's another thing we're doing. And, and, and a lot of this stuff, it's like, okay, we need this. I guess we'll go do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and then it happens, and then you're, you're there. <laughs> but, but we totally do. Um, there were political – so if you don't know what a political card is, sometimes whenever you go to vote – They'll hand out these various cards, and sometimes, once in a while, it'll be a card with a slate of candidates. It'll tell you, you know, well, uh, the Coalition for Potato Peelers likes this slate of candidates. And yeah. and, and, and there's two terms. It's endorse or recommend, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and most of them are endorsement cards. Ours is right. a recommendation. Right. And so ours uh, just kind of goes through uh, the candidates, and we kind of have an internal uh, metric kind of uh, and assign points, point values. And, uh, and we go positive and negative mm-hmm. both. Right. So, so you know, you, you can have someone who maybe has negative two, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we might be recommending them because the opponent has, like, negative infinite we didn't have enough space. <laughs> exactly. <or something. laughs> And, and we will explain that because, exactly. because sometimes people are like, why would you recommend them? I'm like, did you look at the choices? <laughs> yeah, that's literally Godzilla right there. Yeah. That's now, <laughs> the, other, the other thing that we're very specific about, and that is if nobody deserves a recommendation, we won't give anyone a recommendation. Right, right. And, and we also list all the candidates mm-hmm. as opposed to saying this is who you should vote for and don't show you the other candidates because part of it is that your choice may not – fit ours everywhere and if that's the case then vote for the person you like best sure of course so um you know i i think that having a an explicit political arm is something that we've wanted and needed for some time and i i was really uh just overjoyed to see it kind of come together around the last election and uh i so some of the internal talks that we've had about the directions that we're going to go and the things that we're going to do with it um, are really exciting to me. Uh, the people who are uh, have expressed interest in uh, working with this project are really exciting to me. So yeah, I'm, I'm tickled that this is happening. We've needed it. 
I mean, the right is really good at coming out with these cards. The left will have, you know, maybe Planned Parenthood's political wing put out something with, you know, uh, you know, 15, 20 candidates. Uh, but there's no comprehensive kind of uh, place to go to find out, well, uh, so these are the, the, the candidates that you're, you're recommending. Well, why? And why, why did you say that this candidate had negative uh, aspects to them? Um, so yeah, I, I think that's a big key is to give a little bit of explanation. Like, like here in Houston, the Chronicle newspaper does that fairly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we may not agree with them on everything, right, right, of course. But, but they do give reasons for, for what they're doing with their ratings and things. But that's about the only one. Mm. Everybody else just says, well, do it because I said Oh, right, right. But, you know, so I, I love the idea that for uh, for upcoming uh, elections that we'll have that uh, resource available. Um, and it's something that we've not had before. Uh, not really. Um, I, there, I know that there are some... Um, we, we have groups, we've tried to work with other groups and that hasn't worked out. Well, yeah, especially groups that claim to be uh, independent who aren't functionally are not independent, um, which just seems problematic to me. Uh, I like, I, you know, I'm trans, <laughs> you know, labels and like putting me in a box is not one of the things that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> I like being expansive and having choices. Well, and, 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 and once you label me and put me in a box, I'll change. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gender fluid. Bye. Give me a break. <laughs> you know, consistency is not my thing. So I'm I'm really jazzed to see this come together. Um, I understand too that, and I know that we've talked about it just a little bit uh, last year. I think you announced it last year, maybe six months ago. Uh, the the idea of having uh, a center for gender research and policy. Did I get that right? Yep. CGRP. CGRP. See, I can say it quickly. (laughs) I'm not up (laughs) on it yet. Center for Gender Research and Policy. So I understand that for the last half year or so, there's been some development going on around that as far, you know, conceptual development uh, goals and what it would actually do. it, it, It turns out that it's considerably complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's uh, interesting because what we're really doing is 90% of what we want and need in our CGRP exists. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's in sort of different parts of TFA. It's a different direction, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've heard it described by other people as we're looking at people that might want to join in. And we do have a good number of people who are interested in participating as board members, review board members, et cetera. So described as sort of a uh, think tank mm. for uh, gender issues and progressive policies and gender issues and those sorts of things, which is, is pretty close. Uh, but beyond that, we have a lot of resources, but they are not currently in a state where someone can use them that easily. Right. We also have a lot of research that we have access to that other people may not. Right. And we have the ability to stimulate, incubate, whatever you want to call it, try to produce more research if there's an area that well, we need see, research in. That right there, that's that's interesting. So like a year, mm, two, maybe a, two years ago, we had started the Conversations Project, and that was um, an offshoot of the Trans Advocate, but very focused more so on uh, kind of recovering. It was a historical project, kind of recovering some history around the trans movement and the intersections of the trans movement and the feminist movement through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, and highlighting some voices uh, on issues that are not widely shared or, or known about. So that's what the project was about. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was to be able to uh, write papers, um, you know, historical reviews, those kinds of things. And so, you know, for for quite some time now, there, you know, there have been papers, there have been issues coming up that it would be nice that 
to to have uh, you know something like a research and policy center uh, to be able to produce in in that way and to have it uh, internally peer reviewed and not bullshit and all of that stuff. Yeah, right. And and I, the the interesting thing is that as you start to put it together, you see the pieces that you need to add to make mm-hmm. it work. You know, mm-hmm. for instance, one of the things that we don't do rigorously is uh, manage our various list of contacts. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it that way, rather than calling it <laughs> rather than calling it a mail list. <laughs> I think I overstated how non-rigorous have, have it is. Have you seen my stack of business cards? <laughs> prob- my stack of business cards. It, it probably oh my is, God. It's probably not dissimilar to mine. And, you know, when I get a phone call saying, you know, do you know how I can get a hold of someone who does this? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> and yes, I know. I have to find this stuff. And... And there's a lot of that. It's not like this is just a little <laughs> tiny piece. Um, you, you know, one of the things that we do through our HTUC division is the Unity Banquet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't even know who all spoken at the Unity <laughs> Banquet. We have it available. We have to go dig that out. Right. And, you know, in recent years we do. But, but things like that are really important because if there's someone who's spoken, say, at the Unity Banquet, it makes it a lot easier to call them up and say, you know, you talked about this. Mm-hmm. We're now revisiting that. Can we get you involved in that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, it, it would be very unusual for anyone to say no. Right, right. Uh, so so there, there's <clears throat> that whole bit of managing those li- lists. Plus, okay, we have something sort of important. For instance, we just mentioned earlier in this podcast that our TDRfund.us is going to basically consider the Trump shutdown as a disaster for the purposes of, of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. How do we get that word out? Well, <laughs> we, we, have our, how. <laughs> we have our way of doing it, but this needs some extra management, if you right. will. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it, it's it's uh, it, it's sort of admitting there's things that we haven't done perfectly. How can I put that other than that? <laughs> but we still get a lot of stuff done. So, so there, there's a lot of little things like that that mm-hmm. that you add in when you're when you decide let's do this as a, a coordinated, reasonable effort, and then. We've been looking at publishing for the Trans Advocate for a good while. Well, publishing, mm-hmm. publishing, it's a, it'll be the same right, type thing. Right. And, and those will be integrated. And where it sits uh, will probably be with the Trans Advocate, but we might decide that it would be organized better to go mm. in, you know, CDR. <coughs> P, excuse me. And, and, and the whole idea with the name is that it's Center for Gender Research and Policy. Mm-hmm. And research no, is, no, no, no. It should be policy and research. No, and no, no, no. Re- research <laughs> is up front because the idea is that we need to stop the, you know, figure it out after we've already put the policy in place. <laughs> so, so research comes first. Unless you know it, unless you have some facts, we're mm-hmm. going to push policy. Oh, on wait, it. wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You're talking about fact, pa- fact-based, evidence-based oh, yeah. policy. I, I know it's really holy squirly. shit. Now, the other thing about it is there are a lot of gender-related studies that have been done in the last five years that I'm aware of that are not public. They've Mm. been done by businesses for Mm. their own purposes that I believe and have reason to believe could be made public through some center that they are released appropriately for researcher use. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. And, you know, this will give us the ability to try to access some of those. And, and they're very interesting because almost all of them come up positive to what we want. Well, too, you know, we, we you know, folks remember WPATH got started in our area. I mean, you know, it was the Houston Galveston folks that started WPATH, which was back then H- HBIGDA, the Harry Benjamin International Gender Dysphoria Association. Having said that, we have a lot of research schools uh, in this area that are all kind of doing their own thing. We also have a lot of the stuff from back then in the archives. Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) So we have, you know, if you can kind of understand, we've got all of these research uh, facilities, these schools and and folks who need research uh, projects and those kinds of things. We have uh, this incredibly unique uh, archive library resource. Uh, you know, we have uh, some ideas about where deficiencies are in our knowledge just from 
you know, our experience, our decades of experience within the community, um, and it's kind of t- bringing those together and moving forward in a, a semblance of coordination would be incredibly helpful <laughs> to our community. <laughs> well, and, and, and the real key is, you know, something comes up and we feel it needs to be refuted. And you go through and you pull out the research that you know of. And what you find is that you have, you know, four of the six pieces you need. Mm-hmm. And the other two just don't exist because no one's looked at them. Right. Well, that's the type of situation where we need to sort of spur on some research. And, right. And we can help with fundraising. We probably won't be able to fund it. But sometimes, who knows? Maybe we can. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, we can probably make resources available that other people can't get to. And we've done Absolutely. that for years. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, whether they be test subjects, if you will, or just access to archive information or Thing. There, there's there's just a lot of stuff we have that we're going to try to centralize into a group that makes sense and sort of takes us forward so that when something comes up in Congress, we can go testify. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Gee, weird. This is so strange. It's we, we, the we've start done that, of the year. And what we, are, we're we've done that about. before, by the way. But <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're talking about all these things that we've been kind of working on for the past Especially a year, but year yeah. and a half, two years, et cetera. And, and I'm going to pause you right there. You notice we're only talking about the things we've been working on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we try not to talk about the things we're going to be working on. The things that we're thinking about and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, These are things that, uh, hmm? you know... We've we've met, made some decisions on. We're, uh, we're moving forward, working with funders, those kinds of things. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's. I think that 2019, as I said, it, it felt like there there was a definite uh, turning the page, turning a corner, whatever uh, euphemism you want to use. That you know, we started off with uh you know a new congress and some checks and balances finally and, and by the way i like congress people who say it the way i would say it <laughs> yes motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> although my position is that we know from sworn testimony mm-hmm. that uh, he paid a lot of money to get people to not know that he was and so it's pretty clear that he was <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't it's stormy daniels is a mother in fact I, correct I, I, Oh. Yeah, and, and, and you know, but but I I think we just I think that's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yes, exactly. It is a statement of fact, and and so I just don't see how people so could take it. That's a fr- breath of fresh air. It feels like um, the things you know are, are you know actually putting together a political wing uh, and getting that up and running and moving forward is a significant step forward, and I'm really looking forward to where that goes this next year. And with the CGRP and the Trans Advocate and the various things that we're talking about doing, um, you know, the things that we have in place, the plans that we're working on right now, uh, I'm very, very hopeful about, uh, well, I hate that word, hope. So Uh, do I. I'm very (laughs) inspired there you go. Inspired over where we're headed and uh, what we've got in the and, works. And these aren't pie in the sky, as I said. These are uh, things we've been working not. on and we've been doing stuff with. And we're actually going out for funding for Absolutely. some of it. And, and and what funding will do is accelerate it. It won't make it happen or not happen. That's the only real difference. Right, right. So, um, and, and, you know, there's something that was sort of interesting. Mm. When we did the opening... I sort of butted in and started on something. We didn't mention the fact that right now there's just the two of us because Robin's going to be late. But uh. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, you know, uh, Robin quit the show. I was just going to go into this tirade about how Robin decided that, you know, she hates trannies and quit the show and, uh, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, you're, that's you're, that. you're turning orange. <laughs> My hair is flapping over. I've yeah, got a yeah, and, 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 up. And, and, and you know, and you're starting to get an orange tinge to your skin. I can't even do a Trump. Yeah, I've decided that that may be the new Pinocchio syndrome. Is, is that, you know, you, you start to turn orange because I was looking at one of the Republican Senate people, and they were really orange. And I'm like, wait, is this catchy? <laughs> 
the cheese dust fell off. Yeah, <laughs> it landed mean, on him. Yeah. Anyway, so so you know, to, to me, if you're turning orange, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Robin uh, was had some things going on and wasn't able to join us, and, and delayed and said she'd be here late, but we'll mm. see. I don't mm, know how late yeah. late is. <laughs> So, so that's enough. You can edit trash Robin in there someplace. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Robin. Let me tell you another thing about Robin. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sorry I took us back to say hi. By the way, I'm Alexis. I'm here. I'm trying to recover from what I started. Uh, it's not working well. <laughs> but we can fix it for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, so uh, I, I do want to seriously thank our Patreon supporters who make this show go. Uh, you are the reason why we have server space to host this podcast and the Trans Advocate and the Trans Advocate Brazil, the Trans Advocate UK, you know, <laughs> and the reason why we're able to pay our writers and support the writers who are in other countries who have issues that are literal life and death. And worse than ours. Yeah, far worse than ours. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting that effort. Um, to the other ones of you, please send me your uh, e- your your uh, mailing address. I, I will be sure to uh, spit in an envelope and mail it to you. Uh, just, uh, what, 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 Alexis, what? What's wrong? I didn't say a thing. Uh, okay. Well, you had this look on your face. So uh, after I spit in the envelope, I will, of course, wipe my bum on it and then mail. What, Alexis? What? You're going to need to charge a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should speak to Kuma about pricing. <laughs> that is a specialty area. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've explained to people, and this is not like you or something, that there's certain things that when you go a direction, we may be able to go further. (laughs) And, and, you know, Kuma's been on the podcast and stuff, and then y'all don't know Kuma, but there have been times that, you know, Kuma and I have convinced someone that going directions like that were not what they really wanted to have done <laughs> we were enjoying it way too much no 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 for for real folks if you don't have the money to give us money we would certainly appreciate uh you giving us a five-star review anywhere you can whether that's on itunes or stitcher or whatever really appreciate it and if you uh, think we suck send us a note uh, yeah also <laughs> if you have uh things coming up events uh you know issues that you care about questions about transition questions about uh anything to doing with uh trans advocacy you can certainly send it to us on uh twitter um i'm trying to stay away from facebook a little bit so um, that's okay i'm watching facebook okay stuff. okay so uh twitter facebook uh you can uh alternatively send it to Kristen at uh, transadvocate.com or through the contact form on the transadvocate um and with that i guess we will say adieu so long Oh, no, sorry. I've got show tunes in my goddamn head now. Wrong what have movie. you done? Wrong What have movie. you done? <laughs> That's a really long list. <laughs> really long. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote no matter what. The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams. All rights reserved.
The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America. Told you last bro, year. that's exactly you, you what told you us went. last year, and we wouldn't have stayed up so late. <laughs> oh okay. hell, we're, we're recording, uh, and, <laughs> and you know, it, it's. I, I look at that, and I'm sort of like, "This is how to win, uh, yes, for real." And, and the key is to not overgloat, because yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you. I, I mean, after after the session, I am going to gloat so hard. Of course, I'm going to gloat, 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 gloat. But uh, while, you know, the session is going for the couple of months, what, how is it? One, two, no, it's two, two months? 140 days. Oh, okay. So. Um, it goes through June, early June. Right. Okay. So um, while they're in session, you will not hear me uh, crow about how we won on the so-called bathroom bill and that, uh, you know, uh, they had to go on national television and claim that uh, losing the bills and losing all the millions of dollars in business development and, uh, yeah, uh, well, it, that that was a win. Yeah, but it's, it's obviously a joint win because they won. They said yeah, so. Yeah, sure. I certainly feel like we won. Yeah, I and I am totally okay with that. And, and I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's... As I told you with some of the conversations I was having. <laughs> and, and, you know, this, this is the thing I always find funny because, you know, I, I don't go out and stand there and do the flags and placards. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all necessary because they raise the awareness. And no, no, it, you totally need someone sneaking up behind and throwing a wrench and everything. Yeah. And, <laughs> and but, you know, the, the direct sort of quiet approach is sort of what I've always done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it works amazingly well, and you just sit there and grin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, you don't ever get any credit for it, but I, all I can say is there's no bathroom bill so far. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> none. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, I, I guess we should start. Yeah, okay, so we're, we're going.